Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, welcome to Parenting Bites. This is Rebecca Levy of KidsViews.com. Before we get started with the show, we want to tell you about a new sponsor we have giftedandtalented.com. Guided by ongoing research at Stanford University, giftedandtalented.com provides innovative, adaptive online programs and expert tutors to help kindergarten through 12th grade students become advanced learners in mathematics, language arts, science, and computer programming. So here's what's cool about giftedandtalented.com. It's called giftedandtalented.com, and some of you might be familiar with other programs where your kids have to test into them. But at giftedandtalented.com, Students of all abilities benefit from enrolling in these self-paced personalized courses. So if they're looking for a greater challenge or preparing for standardized tests or homeschooling, all students can excel, which I love this idea that sort of all students are gifted. They just need to have this enrichment and right. work you at their own You need to find pace. your talents. Find your talents. And also, yeah. if you are struggling, but or maybe you just want to, maybe you're bored, maybe you just want to get ahead. So the they give you a virtual tutor in the upper grades, which I think is amazing. Um, the giftedandtalented.com programs include dedicated guidance through digital classrooms, email, and phone for this virtual tutor that delivers a highly personalized learning experience. They offer courses in K through seven, mathematics and language arts, and then you get into advanced algebra, geometry, trigonometry, calculus, physics, programming, intro to Java. like. So cool. And you don't pick like a class and then complete it. It's actually by the quarter, by every three months. So let's say your kid does third grade math, but they finish third grade math in a month. They can then just move on to fourth grade math because they're paying for that full three months. Yep. So Uh if your kid just keeps accelerating at their own pace or if they don't, they need to take their time. You don't have that pressure of, oh, my God, I laid down all this money for this class and you didn't do it in time or you whipped through it. And now what? But that's very cool because it's not a lot of people who if it's just self-driven, they're not motivated and they don't get through it. So, you know, the fact that you have a virtual tutor who's with you. Yes, which really, takes the pressure off the parents. Yes, right. <laughs> exactly. That's what the parents want. Yeah. They don't yeah. want to be the task maker. They want to. They want their kids to feel empowered to have someone else to help them, and then the kids listen to someone else more than their parents. So this is based on recent studies by NYU and Stanford University. Students who enroll in giftedandtalented.com courses score twice the national average on standardized tests and finish two or more grades ahead. That's kind of cool. So check out giftedandtalented.com and uh, get your little student work in. And having fun and feeling good about themselves. Everyone's gifted. Just find your thing. So thanks. Welcome to the show today. Um, it is just Andrea and I in the studio today. Oh, it's weird. Hi, Andrea. Um, I, Amy left us for the White House. Yeah. She decided that the First Lady took uh, took precedence. precedence over us. Yeah. Which Did you see her I Facebook also post? Agree. It was so cool. She posted, I just peed in the White House. I know. It's Amy. <laughs> Amy posted... <laughs> I mean, seriously. Um, so keeping it classy. Um, <laughs> it was great. It was, it was like, great. you know, how many people get to say that? Me. I did. <laughs> <laughs> I also did. Um, but yeah, it was pretty funny. So it's a whole bunch of bloggers down there for the um, First Ladies Let's Move, Let's Move initiative. And it actually looks great because they're also doing food and all sorts of cool stuff. It looks like they're having a ball. So we'll hear all about it next week. We'll hear everything. In the meantime, Andrea and I are having a tete-a-tete here. And we are going to tackle two topics. 
I feel like we're getting more techy because Amy's not here. So right. we're just going diving into all tech. The first thing we're going to talk about is an article in Fast Company about a trend called metric parenting, which is basically the idea that you can track your parenting activities in the same way that we are now tracking fitness goals, nutrition intake, all these connected devices. How do you connect your parenting and make it more measurable? Or should you not? <laughs> so we're going to talk about that. And then our second segment, we are going to talk about travel. Um, we Spring break is coming up for many people. We're going to talk about, Andrew's got a whole roundup of cool tech stuff for travel. I've got my travel favorites. We're going to tackle travel. And then we'll have our bites of the week, which will be very short because it's just two of us. Maybe we'll do more than one each. So before we jump into our first topic, Andrea, do you want firmer, stronger abs? I so <laughs> totally I do. Like we have this conversation nonstop. I totally do. I'm telling you, I went to my Pilates class last week for the first time in a couple of weeks, and my abs were killing me. <laughs> really? Yes. Oh, my God. Okay. So take your ab workout to the next level. You need to try Slender Tone Connect Abs, the smart fitness device that does a lot more than just track. It actively tones and tightens your abs. I have not tried my slender tone belt at the same time that I was working out like doing yoga or Pilates which is all I do I don't I don't do cardio everyone right. who knows me knows I don't believe in cardio um, so I'm all for like just to- I'm all about the core right core but it would like be really morning. cool like since I couldn't do Pilates for a few weeks because yeah. I hurt my leg possibly wearing slender tone for those weeks would keep my abs kind of from losing every single ounce of muscle I had built up yeah, you should have yeah, you should have been using it. Yeah, Slender Tone's abdominal toning belt is controlled via an app that creates your personal training plan, tracks your workouts, sends you customized tips to keep you motivated, which is actually what I love the most. I love that connected app because let's face it, it's hard to motivate. The best part of all, you'll have firmer, more toned abs and results within six weeks. The Slender Tone Connect uses EMS technologies, very fancy, that sends deep pulses that engage your stomach muscles, causing them to flex and contract just like regular exercise, giving you a stronger core. It really is a weird sensation to know that your stomach is just being worked out, um, as I said, while I cook. Um, do you maybe feel it? You do feel it. You feel it contracting. You feel it working. Um, while you while you play Candy Crush, which is <laughs> which is my method, uh, with Slender Tone's money back guarantee, you can join the 100% of users who reported firmer, more toned abs in just weeks. So visit SlenderTone.com today. Receive 20% off using offer code Parenting at checkout. Again, use offer code Parenting for 20% off today. That's how they know that we sent you to get your awesome new fabulous abs. So today, talk about measuring things. (laughs) This is like the perfect segue to metric parenting because you're already tracking your abs. You're tracking your intake. If you're one of those people who's walking around with a Fitbit, um, you know, we have become so used to logging everything, but also wanting it to be logged. And it's like insight into your... And being able to see the data. Yes. You want to see the data. You want to see your little graph in your chart. Um, Sometimes you don't when you see the results. But this idea, so there's an article in Fast Company, um, and it talks about, it's called the full title, I should say, Here's How Metric Parenting Can Help Relieve Working Parent Guilt, which is an interesting take on it. Uh, We track our fitness goals, nutritional intake, and spending, but few of us track our parenting activities in the same way. So what I thought was interesting is that there's this idea that you the second shift, right? Which is actually what this column is called in Fast Company because it it deals with family and parenting and this idea that you come home and now you have your mm-hmm. second shift. Now your it's work really about starts all parents. over again. Yeah. Yep. 
And as parents have, I don't know, I guess been used to writing down everything or keeping track of everything they're doing elsewhere or things that make you productive at work, right? We've talked about using sort of work tools at home before um, for Andrew, what did you mention last week that you could use? Slack. Slack. You mentioned that a couple yeah. weeks ago as something yeah, you could now use. a total work tool. Yeah, a work total. I yeah. mean, we use it at Kids Views. Yeah. We love it. Um, so now that becomes your family thing to mm-hmm. organize your family. So yeah. there are all these great tools. So why not apply them to your family? And one of the things they said was that it's actually a way a lot of times working people want that feedback in family life. Like you almost come home and you get into family and it feels disorganized and chaotic or you feel like was that good time was that bad time with my kids did I not spend the right amount of time with my kids did we get anything accomplished during that time they break it down for you and they say which I'm sure there'll be an app for this soon like a metric parenting app but you define your goals which was right write them down document them because then you follow through just like you would at work break it down into actions yeah, but I love this because they say, you know, brainstorm three or four tactics. Well, I'm sorry. Brainstorm <laughs> means you sit in a conference room with your teammates right. and you brainstorm so- some ideas. Brainstorming with yourself, you know, it, it's, it's to really me, hard. I'm kind of laughing at the idea of taking these um, metrics and things that you use in business and bringing them into your family life. Yeah. Brainstorm by yourself, really? I wonder if you could brainstorm. So I guess it depends on the age of your kid. But... There, we've had this discussion before that like if you just assign your kids chores, they're less likely to do them. But if you have a discussion with them about here are the things that I do around the house that make it work, let's discuss what you're going to do around the house to make it work because we're all in this together. That if you brainstorm these tactics with your kid. Now, I guess you can't say to your kid, like, let's brainstorm. And then the kid says, well, I think I shouldn't have to be, do my homework. Right. Or I should have right. on the screen. And you sort I think of we should order say, Chinese food every night. Right? My daughter, <laughs> sushi every night. Why can't we have sushi every night? Um, get a job. That's what I always say. So I think this idea, though, that you can quantify parenting is really bizarre to me. Yeah, I'm not sold on it. I'm not sold on it either. I think breaking down, there's things you do as a parenting task, right? So yes, maybe there's things like cooking dinner we're going to or we're going to sit down to dinner at least three times a week as a family or we'll put our phones down and we won't all you know be online and I get that I mean I get setting boundaries and saying this is family time and this is what we're going to do but this whole quantifying I mean it sounds to me in reading this these articles and we'll post a link to them it just sounds to me like it becomes more about making to-do lists and crossing off what you did as opposed to being in the moment and spending time with your kids. Right. And you don't want to look at parenting as goal-oriented all the time because here's the thing about parenting. You don't know until your kid's grown up if it worked out or not. Like, you can say, yeah, go. And then you still won't know. And then know. you still won't know, right? You really don't. And maybe you won't know until your child is becomes a parent and then you see the kind of parent they are and yeah. you think, oh, I did good. Like, they, they came out, that, that worked really Honestly, well. Honestly, there's some things Matthew does. He'll be 26 ne- next week. <sighs> Thursday. Tomorrow. No, he was. <laughs> oh, no. God, see, I'm such a bad parent. I don't even know my son's birthday. <laughs> He's 26 this month. <laughs> And sometimes I look at him, you know, or I hear about something he's done and I go, wow, you know, he learned that and and we did good. And sometimes I say, really? He still hasn't learned that concept? You know, he still hasn't grasped that? So you don't know. You have no no clue. Right. And kids come, they mature at different rates. They're faced with different challenges, different points in their lives. It's very hard as much as you want to quantify parenting 
Um, and you know, I remember when my daughters were teeny tiny, what you were judging yourself on in your parenting were were they hitting certain milestones, right? So first it's like whose kids are talking, whose kids are walking. Who, right. First you go crawling and your kid's not crawling, this kid's crawling. And right. then, so what's wrong with my kid? What's wrong with my right. kid? And, not, and, and the weird thing is if you think about how early parenting is structured – it is already all about metric parenting. Well, they're you always know, what hitting. to expect the first year. Yes. I mean, and, that's and the Bible. Yeah. Right? Your doctor's asking you, they should be able to sit up by yeah. this, and they should be able to walk by this, and they should have be putting, what is it, for every year, they should be able to put that many words in a sentence. Like, so if they're two, they should be putting two words together. If they're three, they should have three-word sentences. So actually, I think that stuff makes parents crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Well, because you're always feeling like, my child's not good enough. I'm not good enough. Right. What are we doing that's wrong? As opposed to... Going with the flow and going with however your child is capable of learning. And I think even back to this article, you can come home all you want and say, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We talked about it. This is my metric. But if your kid's not in the mood, right. well, you know, what are you going to do? So there was a great response article in Slate by Alyssa Strauss called Metric Parenting Might Be Good for Some Parents, But Is Always Good for Kids. And I feel like so the crux of her article was really it can give parents a sense of completion and like goal attainment because you're checking things off your list but if you're now doing that instead of listening to what your kid needs or being attuned so she was saying like maybe mom says oh i'm gonna go on more class trips like that's her new goal but really what her daughter needed was just like one-on-one time maybe they play hooky for the day and go to the movies like she didn't just need her mom to chaperone on a class trip but that was something sort of measurable that a mom could write down and check that off. she could cross off her list yeah and then reward herself. This is so funny. You know, they talk about in the first article, reward yourself, maybe with a glass of wine. Well, you know what? I drink wine anyway. Right. And I, <laughs> you don't have to, I don't you need don't have to reward wait. myself. Yes, your child you. doesn't have to unload the dishwasher and you go, I did it. I'm My kid unloaded the dishwasher and I'm having a glass of wine. It's, very str- it's a very strange way of looking at parenting as these like, just, and I, and I get, I totally understand the urge to do that. I do. You know, I had twins, so they had to get on a schedule when they were born. It was just not a choice. And part of that meant writing everything down because if you don't write everything down, you don't remember like who was changed last, how much they ate, how right. if you, they're on meds, you have to write it all down because you'll forget. So those beginning six months, I did feel like I was constantly mm-hmm. just- Especially when you're sleep deprived. Track. Yeah, and you're sleep deprived and you think you're, I mean, I remember once putting, um, I was pumping and I put all my pumping whatever you want to call it, all the attachments in the big pot on the stove to sterilize it. And I fell asleep. I fell asleep and I melted. <laughs> I mean, I woke up to literally melting plastic. Oh and the only gosh. reason I woke up that was my aunt came so over. Bad. But not only did it smell bad, but I had to pump. <sighs> so I was then frantically calling all over New York City for someone who could deliver this right. like ASAP. And I and I learned my lesson and I bought a kitchen timer. And I have to tell you that I still use it 13 years mm-hmm. later. I still use my kitchen timer every time I start a pot of boiling water or yeah. whatever it is because I Oh, know. especially if you're hard boiling eggs? Yes. How many will, times have you walked out of the kitchen? I once yeah. made macaroni and cheese yeah. and walked out of the kitchen. Like I completely <laughs> had water boiling right. and ruined the pot. But so I set that timer all the time. And I think it's the same thing. Like there are times. Now I ask Alexa too. 
right now you say to Alexa, tell me when my Set the timer, and she does. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so maybe everyone, a parent just needs everyone Alexa. Everyone needs Alexa. Everyone just needs Alexa. But you know, you talk about the, the, the writing down. I mean, I remember, you know, when apps came out and where you literally would say, did you nurse on the left side or the right side? Right. You know, which which breast was used last so that you remember? Because people used to put, what, a paper clip or a safety pin or something to mark. And yeah. I mean, these are things that you have to remember. I get that. But remembering to spend quality time with your kid, that should just be a given. It's right? weird. And then to need to congratulate yourself for it. Yeah. So I understand celebrating if you have helped your child achieve something. Totally makes sense. And mm-hmm. in that case, and celebrate with your child. That's what I was going to say. I don't think it's a glass of wine. <laughs> I think it's like do something with your kid, you know, whatever that kid is, or it's buying them a special book or what, whatever that thing is, do it. But this is so cold. It feels so cold. And I just, it's so weird, I think, to want to constantly make lists so you can cross things off when it comes to parenting, which is so nebulous and strange and should have a bunch Fluid. of spontaneity in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not a measurable thing. The things that are measurable about parenting, I don't think are the things your kids really care about. Um, and maybe shouldn't be the things you care as much about either. So the beds getting made or the, you know, what, all of oh, those things. That was out you know. the window. Years yeah, ago. I mean, you but have it's to pick funny. Your I mean, you know, I think I mentioned this a few weeks ago. We're going through these boxes and and trying to clean out the attic, and I try to show Matt. Oh, remember this? Remember this? And he just rolls his eyes. And I'll say, Do you remember when we took that trip? And he doesn't remember. You know, he really. Um, when you think you're doing, oh, spending Sunday and going to the Bronx Zoo and do, you know, like he'll remember feelings and he'll remember doing certain things, but not those specific. Remember that Saturday afternoon. Right. Yeah. I one of the funniest things was she was like, like, don't just, you're not writing down just the messy, like, chores of parenting, but, like, when you really listened attentively to your child and patiently. And I thought, really? Like, you have to write down today I listened patiently to my child? Like, are you three? Like, are you the child? Like, you have to congratulate yourself because you listened patiently and then, like, be able to look back on your day and be like, I was a good parent today. I right. listened to pace. That's what this if, is about. If crossing things off. Now, listen, anyone who knows me knows that I am the queen of the to-do list. <laughs> Everything I have to do. If it doesn't get written down, it doesn't get done. I feel the same way. And it's a great relief to cross things off the list. But if I have to go back and spend time crossing off my list, you know, ways in which I was a better parent or even a better wife, I mean, that's not a good sense of self, I don't think. And it's also a bad use of your time (laughs) because you could be using that time doing something else. I think so, too. I mean, I think I understand that wrapped up in this is this need to acknowledge what you're doing as a parent so you don't feel guilty. So you feel better, too. That's really what it is. Yeah. But it does seem to make it really narcissistic, that it's all about you feeling gratified for you. And I just, there's something weird going on if you need it to that degree. Imagine if your kid came in and said, Mommy, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just writing down all of the ways in which I was a better parent to you Right, didn't Mommy do good today? (laughs) Mommy had a good day. Mommy do good today? Like, I mean. so strange. I know, and in some ways I feel like, wow, you really honestly maybe need to teach your kid to say thank you sometimes like there needs to be some mutual gratitude going because that seems at the bottom of this is like this need for gratification and I don't know if you can just keep giving it to yourself in that way because you feel like you can measure it but we will be on the lookout for an app that comes out that does all this so you can check out the article (laughs) in Fast Company 
by um, Reva Seth called Metric Parenting. And you can check out the response article in Slate by Alyssa Strauss, which also called Metric Parenting might be good for some parents, but is it always good for kids? And we will be right back with our topic number two with all our cool travel stuff. And don't take your parenting checklist with you, John. That's a, that's a preview of what's to come. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking tech, apps, entertainment, and issues around parenting the digital generation. This is Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. So I hope everyone has checked out our new Parenting Bites website. I love it. Which Amy built, courtesy of Weebly. We are super, super excited to have Weebly as a sponsor and that we were able to build our awesome new website. Um, So you know that great idea you have, the one you've been sitting on, the one everyone agrees is amazing, but now what? And seriously, we sat on this for a year. We are a year into this podcast and we finally built the website. And it's because it was so easy. So time to get your idea out to the world with your own professional quality website, blog, or online store. So we are sharing how easy it is to get started with Weebly. Amy's not here because she's at the White House. But I know it was super easy because I didn't get any emergency emails from Amy while she was building it. Weebly was created for people with the courage to start their own business and the dream to be their own boss. You don't need to be a web designer or know how to code to create a fantastic website. Do not be intimidated. We were super impressed with the wide variety of professionally designed, mobile-friendly themes. I love that it looks beautiful. She actually said their help was pretty good, too. She did. She called their help. They were so Mm. helpful. They stayed on with her for a really long time (laughs) working it through because we had a podcast. So audio files... Um, are not the norm and she was figuring it all out you just drag and drop you quickly build and publish your site it's that easy you can customize it which is what we did update change your site anytime on any device so if we're sitting here in the studio and all we have is our phones with us we can make those changes creating a fantastic website shouldn't get in the way of your dreams don't use that as your excuse for why you haven't done what you want to do join the over, over 30 million people who are already dreaming big with weebly Get started today for free at Weebly.com slash parenting. That's W-E-E-B as in boy, L-Y dot com slash parenting. Weebly.com slash parenting. Check it out. Build your website. Send us the link so we can share it with the world. And build something cool. Build something cool with your kids. Why not? Right? And go see our new website. Yes, please. Check out ParentingBites.com and let us know what you think. All right. So topic two, travel. Andrea, Are you going away? I am going to Disney World. <gasps> Woohoo! And I don't know if I'm going by myself yet. <laughs> <laughs> Although Amy's coming, um, or if my family's allowed to come with me because it's a media trip for all of the new Awaken Summer things that will be going on in the summer at Disney World, like new Star Wars and a whole new light show, evening show at Animal Kingdom. And uh, it just looks amazing. And a, the whole, I don't know if everyone knows this, but the Norway Pavilion at Epcot, the ride has been closed for quite a while because they're re-envisioning it as a frozen ride. Oh, So it won't be that weird, nice. just like Yeti thing. <laughs> <they have. laughs> um, but it's, I guess we're getting a preview of that too. And I'm That's super cool. excited. Oh, I want to hear about that I'm when you get really, back. I'm really, really excited. So I, I don't know if I'm, I, I don't know what the extent will be because I don't know if my family's allowed to come All with right. me or not. Um, so wait here. But I will be in Disney World. I'm also going to be in Miami for the Hispan- Hispanicize conference, which I've never been to. And I am not Latina, although 
I wish I were because I'm so freaking pale and pasty. Um, <laughs> and they're all Nancy and I, my co-founder Nancy's coming with me, and we were looking through all Excellent. the pictures, and we were like, we so have to step up our game for that conference. Like these oh, women are gorgeous, they're gorgeous. dressed, yeah. and beautiful. We are hair. schlumpy in our jeans yeah. and yeah, ponytail. Um, so I'm going to be in Florida for quite a bit, which I hmm. had no real basis usually. I'm also going to Michigan for my cousin's wedding, so I have like a chunk of like well, three weeks go. where I'm traveling yeah, every so. week. So what do you got for me? So you need you need stuff. You need apps. Well, but you're not traveling out of the country. So I pulled together some stuff, <laughs> um, you know, thinking back to my driving with kids. We used to drive to Washington, D.C. a lot. Uh, and as I've said many times, you know, it was before Nintendo, Game Boys, and Sega Genesis. And so we played Play-Doh in the backseat. You did Play-Doh in your car? I totally did Play-Doh in my Doesn't car. Doesn't it get everywhere? Oh, we put it on the windows. Oh, we my would, God. Like, Play-Doh and Silly Putty. <laughs> That's so all over the back seat of the car. We would get into like the. No, I would bring like a little tray and we'd put it on our laps. And wow, your son was very good. Insane. (laughs) I was like bowing down to Nintendo when they came out with that. (laughs) (laughs) But a couple of things, you know, that I think for car trips, I just wanted to tell people. So if you have an old iPhone or an old iPod Touch, don't throw it away. Don't sell it if you're only going to get 20 bucks for it. Load it up with kids' apps. And uh, bring it in the car and have it be the car. You know, I know some people who just make it the car toy, mm-hmm. not at home. Um, get some headphones designed for kids. Uh, kids gear makes some so you can limit the volume. Kids can play their games and you don't have to hear that sound over yes. and over and over again. And then an organizing bag, you know, something to carry all this stuff in with all of your cables and your chargers. Um, or if you're all going away and you need documents, passports, NOMO, K-N-O-M-O, makes a great organizer bag that has room for all of that stuff. Okay, when you get to the hotel, here's my total tip that people don't know. Nobody wants to pay money for movies in the hotel. You don't want to sit there and do those, you know, $5 for this one or watching shows. If you have an Amazon Fire TV or Amazon Fire TV stick, that is the one streaming device you can bring to the hotel and you can connect to the Wi-Fi. Can you do it with a Chromecast? In Chromecast is starting to. Okay. But this is like the one that has Netflix. So if you're a Netflix subscriber, right. you, you take your you HDMI plug it into the input. HDMI. Right. Or the USB. Um Which one? you plug the it depends what you have. Okay. Um this, the regular TV, which which is like a box size, you know, like the Apple TV or the stick you plug in and it walks you through getting past the Wi-Fi. You can put in your name and your room number and authenticate the Wi-Fi, which you can't do if you just brought a Roku box. But you have to... It's called Captive... No, it's called... Well, can't you just do Captive it Captive anyway? portal access. No, because you need to have a device that you can see the login screen. So you know when you log in on your Wi-Fi and it comes uh, up on your phone? Right. So you need that to, to be able to connect the Amazon to, Fire exactly. TV. That's really interesting. Do you think then you – I think then you need to pay for the better Wi-Fi because you're going to be streaming movies. Like, you know, the free Wi-Fi is usually kind of crappy and you can't – you can sometimes stream movies. Yeah, I, you know, it, sometimes it depends on where your room is. I've mm-hmm. tried it, you know, and if the Wi-Fi is very close to the lobby, right. the Wi-Fi is good. Or you can use a hardwire connection. Oh, right. You People can just plug it in. Plug-in. You just plug that Ethernet in and you're good to so go. So that plugs into that box yep. too. That's cool. Exactly. Exactly. The other thing, and I travel with this all the time, is one of those Belkin travel strips. Yeah. I so love you, because there's never enough outlets in the hotel room. Never. And it's also a way so nobody forgets their device. Everybody plugs into this yeah. one. It gives you like three more regular 
outlets, and then it's got two USBs on the side, so you can just charge up everybody's device. I am so grateful for hotels that now have the USB plugs in the night table. Like, that's where they... It's brilliant. There is something so annoying about not having outlets on the night tables in these hotels. It is... You're, like, unplugging the lamp and pulling out... and pulling out furniture, and it's like, ew, it's gross. But everything about... I just... That is something... Especially for people who use their phone as an alarm clock now. Yes. Right. So you want to sleep with it by your bed, but you want it to be charging. So that's my other pet peeve is hotels that don't have a night table on either side of the bed. Mm. I don't like that. Like when that's there's horrible. two queen beds and they just put a night table in the middle. Oh. That's not okay. Because yeah. then if you're on the other side of the bed, you have no outlet. You're like you're like stretching from the wall to thing. You can't put your device anywhere. Yep. I'm a big believer there yeah. must be a night table on every side <laughs> of the bed, no matter where it is. I like that. I like that. Um, and then the other thing I like in a hotel room is a portable Bluetooth speaker, you know, because you don't want to listen yeah. to that crappy clock radio. So bring one of those little Braven Bluetooth speakers mm. or Ultimate Ears. They're not that expensive. I bet everyone has them at home. So Take here's, it with you. here's my total low-tech things that I do. I travel with oatmeal. <laughs> <in laughs> yes, packets. you do. I travel and with tea. oatmeal, tea. I, well, tea drinkers always have yeah. to travel tea because otherwise you're going to be stuck with like Lipton or something in your hotel room. Um I hate hotel rooms that don't have coffee pots. It's my thing about Vegas that mm-hmm. makes me crazy. But usually there's a coffee pot or a Keurig or something. So if you travel with packets of oatmeal <laughs> and I travel with packets of peanut butter, like Justin's peanut butter or almond butter, because um, then you can make your oatmeal, you put in your peanut butter or whatever, you swirl it in, and you're like good to go. I also, also travel with trail mix, but that's just because yeah. I have to have travel trail mix all the time but those are i think when you have breakfast on the go always like you know you're okay you can always have oatmeal especially if you have early morning meetings or you have kids right oatmeal is one of those things that because it's in packets it's really easy because i have friends who travel with like cup of soup <laughs> but those take up a lot of room those they do things. and it's funny when i flew to the dominican republic uh this family who was sitting next to me the mother brought cup of soups so she was asking the stewardess for hot water to pour into the cup of soup and the stewardess was like really right okay and so they're passing this hot water cup of soup over me and i was a little nervous the yeah. daughter was in the middle seat and of course she spilled it of course all over herself right. you know ah, oh, it's hot and right. she had noodles all over and they had to change out her seat it was yeah yeah i wouldn't do it on an airplane <laughs> <No>. <laughs> i think in the hotel room it's one of those basic i'm not friends who travel with microwave popcorn so they, but you have to have a microwave in your room. But like, right. there's things like that. Um, but I'm big on food. And then my other thing, which I was telling you before we even started, is cosmetic wipes, like facial wipes, um, and makeup remover wipes, rather than taking bottles mm-hmm. of makeup remover with you. First Especially of all, especially if you're doing thing. a carry-on bag. Yes. Well, in a carry-on, you have to. You can't I mean, do liquid. You can't do liquid. Right. It's a waste to do liquid with those. But I like to use them if you are traveling internationally. They're so nice to have on the plane. Because you can take everything off in the bathroom. And I like the yes to cucumbers one. <laughs> just saying because it's hypoallergenic um, and doesn't have anything weird in it. But I just think you use them everywhere. And same with and the hand sanitizer wipes too. Oh, yeah. the ones make because I like that better than the gel. Because the wipes, you get stuff off your hands yep. instead of just. And you can wipe down like the tray on the airplane, which please. And the seat like and the armrest. And the seat and the armrest. <laughs> yeah. You can be one of those psycho yeah. people. The little dial thing yeah. that lets your tray down. Um, oh, yeah. 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 Or the the vent over yes, above. Yes, the vent. Yeah. And when you get to your hotel room, the remote control. Yeah, I never touched that. Oh, my that, God. Ever. Wipe down the remote control, oh. please. I it's never so watch TV gross. in a hotel. You know, I totally, I hate, so I, um, 
I love local news. Like, I just think when you go to a new place, the newscasters always look, for some reason, totally different than your newscasters. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's very weird. But I like to see, like, what's going on locally mm -hmm. and the weather in the morning. Um, I tend to do that more. And then a lot of times I just put on the Today Show because I want to see what's going on in New York. Right. Like, I just want to see New York while I'm traveling. But <laughs> I miss New York. I know. It well, the weather. So actually, weather brings me to apps because that's an app you should always have yes. on your phone. And you can always. It's great for packing because if you don't know what the weather is going to be like somewhere, just call it up. Keep it on your phone. You can see a five day forecast and check mm -hmm. it every day. Um, Google Translate. If you're traveling internationally, you cannot go without Google Translate. And transit. I yes. also find Google Transit. They've yes. actually upgraded. It's much better than it used to be. Yep. Um, and TripIt. I like TripIt to keep Trip track of our, yeah, we talk about that. And then so also internationally, there's one really cool new device. Um, it's a little expensive. It's a carry-on suitcase. Just carry-on size for now, although they will be making a bigger one, I understand. It's from a company called BlueSmart. So it's, uh, it's powered up. It's charged. So it's got a USB out on it. And you can actually charge your device from the suitcase, wow. from the outside Doesn't of the suitcase. It, if you pull up the handle, it has a scale. It tells you how much your suitcase I feel like weighs. They were on Shark Tank. Uh, I don't know if they were. They showed this. At, they were doing a big thing at CES this year, I think. Hmm. Um, and it also has tracking. Oh. So if you check it, so now you know if you're over 50 pounds. How does it track it, though? It uses just so it's not Bluetooth. It's bl If you get up and walk away from the restaurant or okay. the lounge, it, it alerts your phone and tells you, hello, you left me left behind. But it That's tracks good. itself using GPS and 3G technology. Oh, wow. Combined with an app. And you can track it. So if you wind up in Florida, you can find out where your bag is. So I think it's really cool. It's a That's little expensive. Cool. A lot of the airlines have that now where you can track your bag. Yeah. Right? Delta. Yeah. Because they're using barcodes now and right. actually barcoding. And they can tell you every, how lost your bag is. <laughs> how lost it is. But that's kind yeah. of good if someone walks off with it. Because if someone yeah. walks off with your bag, you yeah. that's or not you leave help you. it. You know, you right. just get up from the gate and you're traveling with a family and someone forgets to take theirs. You know where it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. I, I think, think it's cool. I think it's cool too. Um, I wonder how heavy it is. So my thing about carry-on bags, because I'm small is I really hate lifting them into the overhead. I yeah. know that sounds so girly, but it gets really they heavy. They get heavy, yeah. Um, and usually someone will just help me. Some, some yeah. usually I'm nice to say person. it, but some man um, will be like, here you go, you know, and then they feel all manly that they help me put my <laughs> bag up on the overhead. And now you're like, and can you take it down at the end? <laughs> I can take it down. Down is not a problem, but up is a problem. Yeah. And um, I just... I don't know. I, that's my one thing about bags is sometimes, and I feel this way about shoulder bags too, I would like the weight of the bag itself to be part of the purchase description. Yeah. Like I want to know this bag weighs five, and I feel that with handbags all the time too. You know too. what? I will look this up and we'll put it in the yeah. show notes. How's put it that? in. Put yeah. it in. Weight of bag. Weight of bag. Good. Pivotal for women um, and men. Like who wants yeah. to throw their back out lifting their stupid bag up? So I like that idea. I like the... Um, the other thing I was going to say is I like to bring a collapsible water bottle. So oh. you can buy the ones that are totally flat. They look like a pouch. But then when you fill them with water, they right. fill. And then as you drink it, it flattens. Yeah. But there's there are water fountains once yep. you get on the other side of security. Yep. So, you know, because water costs like five, six dollars a bottle. Outrageous. Yeah. yeah. So you can just fill it up. And I trust the water fountains. I don't yeah. know. They seem like filters. Or sometimes, and I, you know, my husband laughs at me, but I'll bring my water bottle. I finish it by the time I get to the airport. I put it empty in my backpack. 
Yeah. And I leave it in the outside little pouch of my backpack. And everyone knows I have to have a backpack with a water bottle. Right. <laughs> um, I leave it empty. And then I get to the other side and I go right to the water fountain. Or if we grab a bite or a coffee or something, I just very nicely ask them if they'll fill it up for me. Yep. And they put cold water in it and it's fine. Yeah, it's totally fine. I would say the other like dinky things that are so not tech that I always have with me are like hand cream, <laughs> lip balm. <laughs> yes. Lip balm is my big one. My lips get so dry. Um, but I think those are so... You just must dry have. Out. Must have. Like you have to have it. And I try not to do a hand cream that has like a lot of scent because I just think it's so not right. nice for the people right. around you on the airplane. I've I remember texting to my husband when I came home from Vegas one year and he said, I'll pick you up at the airport. And I said, please bring chapstick and hand cream. Right. <laughs> like a lot of it. Um, yeah, I think it's it's interesting. I do think the bag is your most important thing. Um, and not even just the carry-on, but the bag you're going to have sort of, if you have something, I like to have a bag in front of me and the seat yep. underneath me too, which might be more of a woman thing than a man thing. Like my husband never does. Like maybe I'll put his computer under there, but he doesn't have like a stash like I have. Right. Like I have snacks. I have um, a notebook, even if I'm traveling with my computer. I have something to read. And Your I like trail accessible. Mix. My trail mix. Yeah. I always have my trail mix. Yep. So you should have mints. Yeah. Um, and you want them to be easy to access. Yeah. I have a backpack. It's really funny. And, and Amy, Amy's not here today, but she knows <laughs> how many backpacks I have. You know, I've pawned some off on right. her. Um, because to me, like, it really has to fit a certain specification. Uh, the one I carry with me all the time, I think is from Ogio, O-G-I-O. I'm going to look that up when I get home to be sure. But it has so many different zipper compartments. You know, it protects like my that. technology. It fits my laptop. But then there's another zipper for my snacks and my reading glasses. And then there's another one where I can stash my passports and my wallet. And, you know, it's just if you're an organized person, you know where to find everything. Yeah. I think that makes a big difference. I like to travel with also a smaller bag kind of like what you're wearing now today Andrew. it's like a crossbody, mm-hmm. like a very small bag that i can just put my wallet my passport my, right. like what i need right then so if someone did walk off with my bigger bag i would still have all my stuff i yeah. do not like to consolidate into that one bag yeah. and i hate to put that me. bag down then if yeah, everything's exactly in it. yeah even if you're with someone else then like you can run to get food or you can run to get a magazine at yeah. the newsstand without taking all your right. stuff with this you. Cr- when i travel this 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 Purple, this yeah. little purple <laughs> coach crossbody bag my husband got me one year. Uh, it holds everything. Yeah, that's you know? great. Yeah. All right. Well, if you have travel tips, let us know. I also just want to say I love the Capital One credit card because they don't charge the finance charges when or the fees when you are abroad. Absolutely. No those foreign transaction fees. Yeah, the foreign yep. transaction fees are awful. Yep. Um, so I would definitely make sure you have a card. And most travel cards now waive the foreign yeah, transaction Yeah, and call fees. them ahead of time and let them know where you're going yes. so that they don't cancel your card because all of a sudden you have a charge in Mexico. But it's very funny because as we were speaking, I wrote this down, credit card notification. <laughs> I now have my Capital One uh, text me every time my card's been used. It's a great way to track your husband. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> it's like the too. scary thing that... Like, like, you know, I never thought about, but when I'm thinking, God, he's been at Home Depot forever. What is going on? Now you know. All of a sudden, I'll see the Home Depot charge, and I go, okay, everything's fine. That's okay, really Okay, don't funny. tell him. Um, but it's great when you're traveling, because you know if someone else is using your credit yeah. card, or if you've used it somewhere, and it's a foreign currency, you can see the currency conversion. And I really rely on that to make sure that I'm not being ripped off. Yeah, me too. All right, we will be right back with our Bites of the Week. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 
You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy. So before we get into our Bites of the Week, we're going to talk about how awesome Fabletics is. It's fabulous. They are top quality, stylish activewear for every woman and man. They have this new FL2 line for men, which again, I said before that my husband was working out in his bathing suit. Like men often don't think about these things like workout wear or they're wearing their shorts from college 20 or years swimsuits. later. Or <laughs> Yes, bathing suits. So check out the FL2 Companion Men's brand, which is also the same top quality activewear for men. And it's really like basic and stylish. It wasn't weird and loud and crazy prints. Um, the brand is co-founded, designed, and inspired by Kate Hudson, actress, athlete, mother. She looks crazy good. Same quality as your favorite luxury brands at half the price. Workout wear for women on the go. Their styles take you to the gym and beyond. Like, you will leave the gym. You will still look awesome. You will not be embarrassed to run into anyone, even your ex, I would say, because <laughs> you would look fab. New exclusive styles, outfits are released monthly. And they give you like an email update, like new fashions are out and you can go look before they ship you. Because when you are a VIP, you get an outfit every month delivered to you, but you get to see it beforehand. And then you can cancel and you can that change month. It. You can change it. And you can also say skip this month, which I like too. It was nice. I went after you and Amy were going on and on about your outfits. <laughs> I looked. And I mean, they have some really cute workout pants. Really cute Yeah, pants. like flowery, but not yeah. too bright and big. Yeah. Like I don't want a big flower on my butt, you know, so <laughs> right. that every time I do a squat, the petals just kind of open and close. <laughs> don't want that. that. quite the effect. <laughs> yeah. Not going there, but they had some really nice uh, designs that I think I'd feel comfortable wearing. Yeah, I like them. Like they're modern and fresh without being like too trendy and too like where you'd feel like, I think I need to be 20 years younger to pull that off. Um, Take a quick and easy fit quiz. Allow Fabletics to get to know you and your activewear preferences. So you can put in like what kind of exercise you do, which I think is key when you're buying workout gear. If you are a runner, it is very different than if you do yoga and Pilates. You should have different things. You are moving in a different way. They recommend complete outfits for your lifestyle. You can shop by outfits or you can pick separately. Amy was all into the outfits because she was like no-brainer. Like Einstein, who just wore the same thing every day and you have to think about it. I like to do pick and choose, but I was like inspired by the outfits. Helping all women live their passion. Check it out. Fabletics.com slash Rebecca. This is my, my favorite I one. Like that. My name is the promo code. New VIP member exclusive on both Fabletics and FL2. That is the cool menswear. Get a complete outfit for just $25 with free shipping and exchanges. Again, that's Fabletics.com slash Rebecca. Bites of the week. Well, oh, you're first. obviously <laughs> the first because it's just, just you and I today. Okay. So for the past week, I've been playing with a fun new gadget. Uh, I saw this a couple of months ago before it came out and was very excited. So it's the Samsung Gear S2 smartwatch. Um, I've played with a lot of them. I think I've talked about some of them, but I want to tell you why I love this one. First of all, I do like the rose gold color. Wait, did it just change while it I was did. looking the at it? It did. The watch face changes. <laughs> That's it's, crazy. It was a, yeah, like a moon, like a, a sun. pink chrome chrome thingy yeah and then it goes back to the actual watchy looking the dial um so but that's the key the dial the bezel so it's round it's not square it's not rectangle no it's a real watch it's a real watch but what i love is that in order to get to your apps and there's tons of apps you just turn the bezel which is so intuitive that is so cool as opposed to like scrolling up so you do this and then it's still a touch screen so now you can scroll through your settings and stuff but then you want to go back Instead of tapping and using the touchscreen because it's so small and my fingers are so right. big, it's just a bezel. 
and it turns around and around. That's so cool. They must have heard from people that it's yeah. too the watch face is too small to They're be tapping. All, even on. the Apple Watch, yeah, it's, it's so small. small, and you're tapping. And we've all well, we haven't all seen my thumbs, but they're very <laughs> wide. Um, my daughter has the same thumb. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you just do the same thing. You monitor your activities. It's right. got the S Health. It's got Samsung you Pay. Your you monitor. <laughs> you, you like spend time with my kid. You go into the notification. Right. So my big thing is the bezel. The touch screen. I love the way it looks. It looks like a real watch. Also, if it rings or um, sends a notification and you want to silence it, you literally just put your hand over it and the screen goes oh, to the watch. Oh, that's cool. So if you're in a meeting, it's very quiet. Now, um, for me, the downside is I'm an iPhone user. Right. So, mm, no good. Um, but it so does work. It, it doesn't work with iPhone. You need an and most Android phones, and of course, it it works best with the Samsung phones. Right. So I did get a loner Samsung Galaxy S six Edge, <laughs> um, and it works great with it. So okay. if you are a Samsung user or an Android user, all the more reason. I think that is yeah. really cool. I like it. It's actually really pretty. We'll put a picture on our Facebook page. All right before I jump into my bite of the week. Um, we had one more sponsor this week, Team Snap, which we have now talked we'll talk about like, you know, connecting, <laughs> <Metric>. <laughs> yes, metrics for your parenting. Are you coaching youth sports? Do you have kids who play youth sports? Are you organizing? Are you bringing Team Snack? You, you can know track you your snacks. You can track everything. You need Team Snap, the world's number one app for keeping the whole season organized from where's the game to what do I bring? Who needs a ride? Don't you hate those chain reply all emails that you get every time your kid is involved in some sort of group activity? I mean, it could be sports. It could be the school play. Okay. And they it write could be after school clubs. Oh, my God. The reply all, yeah. it kills me. So here's the deal. Team Snap is every coach and parent's dream. You'll save hours of time, finally have an easy way to communicate and coordinate. It's every game, every player, every message, all in one app. There you go. You get rid of all that ridiculous email that's going on. And you don't have to then panic and wonder what's going on. You can just go into the app, see your team, see your club, and know what's going on. So get Team Snap. Get organized. Try a season absolutely free at teamsnap.com slash parenting. You do not have to put your credit card in. It's a true I love free that, trial. that you can try it for free and they're not going to charge you I and re-up Because who remembers? I hate that when all of a sudden yeah. you see that charge come through and you're like, oh, I meant to cancel. But this is really cool, I think, for organizing any kind of group thing with your kids. Um, I would make it my bite of the week because <laughs> I am into that. Because even just trying to organize their camp reunion uh, I can't even. It was such a nightmare of reply alls. So I would have been happy uh. to stick everyone into one app and been like, here it is, everybody. Here's what, here's the final decision and here's where everyone's Wouldn't going. It would be great if you could make your own app and just do that. Like you know? just white label it? Like, just make your own app for, for what you were organizing. Right. Like if someone made like an Android, you know, if somebody made an app that you could fill in your personal, right. here's what I want to use it for. I kind of feel like that's what Team Snap does with if it, you know it's something where you're organizing a group of people, yeah. it sounds like you could use it that way for a club where you have all these different members and all these different people yeah. replying. And so you, you can use it for something other than Yeah, they said sports. clubs, yeah. you know, after yeah. school. You know, why not? I mean, I don't know. Go in there and give it a try. It seems like it would help organize <laughs> your Let us your know life. if you Anything try it. Anything rid of reply all yeah. emails, I am all if for. If you try it, let us know what you used it for. Yeah, seriously. Um, so my bite of the week this week, my daughters were part of Model UN. This was their first year. They were super excited. They had their first Model UN conference this past weekend. And they were, it's, Model UN is like the craziest thing for kids. 
Um, so they're in middle school, and there's not a lot of middle school model UNs. There's mostly high school. But their middle school, they have an incredible teacher who leads it. They're super passionate. And they this was a different kind of model UN. It was like crisis committee. So it's kind of the ultimate dress up pretend play for big kids um my daughter was the russian ambassador during the french revolution so her entire committee was the french revolution and what was going on at that time my other daughter was moldova after the fall of the soviet union cool so they have to learn all this history they have to interact with kids but then they have to think on their feet because it's crisis committee things are changing all the time so the people who are in charge of the committee are constantly throwing things at them like oh this person was just assassinated now this person was this and is it all based on history true history or do they make it up initially it's based on true history and then you kind of are allowed to alter what Uh, went on so you as the russian ambassador have to think on you might be assassinated which may not have happened in real life but now and they reincarnate you so if you're Mm -hmm. assassinated they bring you back as something they think they need to push the story forward basically so i have to say that my daughters were very reluctant to join they could have joined last year seventh graders and they'd be like i don't want to join what is that so this is just like a weird my bite of the week which maybe is more advice like make your kids join things because you feel like your kids know they don't know your kids are actually 10 or 11 or whatever they are and they think they know everything but really they're scared because they don't know what it is this has been such an incredible experience for them socially academically i mean they love it and they actually regret that they didn't join last year and maybe that part of that's just maturity. Mm-hmm. But I highly recommend Model UN. Like if your kid's at all interested in law, history, anything like that, politics. Right. Debate. Debate. It is super, super fun. But I also just want to sort of like endorse the idea of pushing Push. your kids out of their comfort zone. Because yeah. we talk about doing that with ourselves a lot. But we're very easily like we know that they're, my kid should play soccer or my kid should do this. We're very easy to look at things that sound very typical mm-hmm. or normal. But push your kids to try something where they might think, like, I don't know if I'm those kind of kids. Right. Or what will people, like girls in coding, like, what, whoa, what will people think if I do that? Those kids are this way. And just make them do it. Yeah. And then Great if they advice. really hate it, fine. Right. But make your kids. But you try. You give it a try. Yeah. And that way you can say, I tried it and I really don't like it. Right. And at least you're trying, telling your kids to, like, take a chance and don't stereotype. Mm-hmm. And along that line, this <laughs> my guess my story, the movie Zootopia that just came out. It's kind of about a lot of, it's really weird. You do not need a kid to see this movie at all. It is really about racial profiling Mm. and stereotyping and is kind of incredible in that way. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons our kids can learn is not to take a not to judge a book by its cover not to let other people judge them by appearance mm-hmm. and you know it takes away this whole idea but go see Zootopia <laughs> whether you have kids or not I don't care go see it with your kids without your kids um, but push your kids push mm-hmm. your kids to do things that maybe even you think my kid's not that kind of kid right there shouldn't be such thing yeah, you know it's a good let lesson. them figure it out so that's my that's my bite yeah. of the week model like UN it. woo go model <laughs> UN um, that is it so Andrea you and I, we did it. We did it. <laughs> yes. And next week in. we get to hear from Amy about the White House. Next year we will hear about the White House. And we have a special guest next week, Asha Dornfest, who I'm super excited, who's parenting hacks. We're going to have like a bazillion and one parenting hacks. 
Um, so you, you don't have to measure and quantify. Yes, you don't have to have a massive to-do list. We'll you just have to give congr- you shortcuts. Congratulate yourself on shortcuts, real hacks for getting things done, getting your kids to do the things you want them to do. Maybe even your spouse. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what we tackle. <laughs> Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Parenting Bites. We'll have links to everything on our show page. And of course, yeah. on parenting doc, parentingbites.com, which is our new website where we really will have everything plus other articles that'll be interesting. We'll have links to the stuff we talked about today. We have our bios. We have all sorts of stuff. You want to be a guest. We have a contact mm-hmm. form for that um, if it's just things you want to tell us you want us to hear about on the show there's a place for that too check us out on itunes parenting bites subscribe rate review us and of course on play.it where you can find parenting bites and all the other cbs podcasts and now you should be able to find us <laughs> under <laughs> many categories under tech yes and under, under lifestyle, lifestyle. Yes. so check that out and tell us if you don't find us under those categories we want to know until next week have a good see you next week see you next week or talk to you